0: Utah Carsons. Man, it's been a fun show so far. and We got an hour left to go. Can't wait. 855-340-Zone to be part of the show. I'm Austin Horton. Here with George Roska, general manager of the Midtown Store, 3535 South State. Also check out Mark Miller Subaru uh, in the Southtown Auto Mall in Sandy as well. And uh, we're talking about stolen cars today. Earlier in the show, we listed the 20 most frequently stolen cars between the model years of 16 and 18 and asking you now if you or anyone you know has ever experienced having a car stolen and what those stories are and everyone that calls in and shares with us is entered to win the four pack of movie passes 855-340-ZONE to share your thoughts and stories and uh, our next uh, caller is a uh, police officer with some tips for us officer uh, mark is on line one thanks for calling in sir
1: Austin, big fan of the show.
0: Thank you. Um,
1: so yeah, just wanted to call in. Just uh, you know, I've investigated uh, stolen vehicles and vehicle burglary cases uh, in the past, and just kind of some general helpful tips. Most are common sense, but you'd be shocked at how many people don't adhere to these. Uh, the biggest thing I'd say is plain sight. People leave so many valuables in plain sight, Now, I will tell you probably. 90 to 95% of the vehicle burglaries when they break into your car is because something's in plain sight. And it may be something just as simple as a book bag or, or a gym bag. And you may not think much of your gym bag, but for somebody breaking into your car, bags mean laptops, and they will break into your car all day long for that. So, you know, you end up getting a $200 window broken. Uh, but, yeah. Keep things out of plain sight. And, uh, you know, the other common sense thing is lock your door. I can't even tell you uh, how many cars are stolen and broken into that are unlocked, uh, especially with engines running uh, in the winter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another big thing, um, when you're home during the day, uh, believe it or not, your home is more likely to be broken into during the day, uh, not the night. Your business at night, your home during the day. Uh, Keep your garage closed. This is where a lot of cars are stolen, right out of garages, because people are comfortable leaving their car in their garage when they're at home unlocked uh, with valuables in it. And you take many, many reports for people who were at home and had their car broken into and things taken from it and stolen during the middle of the day.
0: Awesome tips. Uh, I I once had my car broken into. Uh, The car wasn't stolen, but because I had left stuff on the front seat. And it was it was even dumb stuff like a, a coin jar, like my jar that I put all my yep. coins in. Yeah, and but. yet here I was left with a bill to fix the window and all that because I had just left stuff out in sight. Uh, officer, have you ever seen, I, I would assume, with everyone's uh, electronical, electronic life that we live now, chargers being left and the criminal thinking, well, if there's a charger in there, certainly there will be an electronic in there. And that would be a, 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 a carrot dangling in front of a criminal to break in.
1: For sure. Uh, I've seen them break in for the charger. Uh, for example, looking for the phone, they want a charger. <laughs> you know, generally people are breaking in your cars and stealing your cars. These are uh, generally transient people who have um, definitely a drug addiction usually fuels a lot of this. And so they're going to look for anything they want. Also, if you have um, uh, where you can put your phone uh, up on your window or whatever. Uh, don't leave that in your car because, again, that tells them uh, there may be a phone in there.
0: Hmm. Like the little holster that holds it on the windshield or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Well, thanks for the call yep, yep. and the tips. We appreciate it. I know our audience will uh, use those and use uh, wisely as well. Thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. Uh, great tips. I tell my wife all the time because uh, I'm paranoid now. Ever since my car got broken into, yeah. we hide everything. Yeah. The bag goes in uh, – your purse goes in the trunk, and I even get to the point where – when we're putting the purse in the trunk, I, like, before we get out of the car, I, like, put it in my coat so no one sees that I'm putting a purse in the trunk in case someone's watching me. I'm I'm extra safe and paranoid that way, but good advice from uh, Officer Mark there. Appreciate yeah. it. Eight five five three four zero zone Garth and Michael will get right to you, but Jill has been waiting patiently. Hi, Jill.
2: Hi. So my story is my husband was out warming up his car with... No car starter. He just used his key, came in
3: Mm.
2: um, to grab a donut, walked back out, and it was gone. We think somebody was watching the car. We had just purchased the car a couple weeks before that, and they found it nine months later with different license plates on it in an apartment complex. Oh,
3: wow. And,
2: uh, yeah, so a quick story, but, yeah, tools were gone. thing was stripped. It was junked. Um, But it happens a lot more often than people realize.
0: For sure. Thanks for the call. That that means they stole the car. Yeah, that took everything out of it. Then probably sold it to someone else, who then went and got new plates on it. Or they stole plates, stole plates Ah. off another car, and you know. That way, if a cop's running the plates, it's not coming back yeah. as, oh, this car's stolen.
4: Yeah, and if, it, they, if they stole the plates off a car that, you know, has been sitting a lot and somebody doesn't notice, I mean, the, the chances are you're not going to be found out as easily if, yeah. if you do that. So, Thank yeah, you, Joe. That's, that's a lot of, uh, you know, people we've heard it
0: from that, that get the car stolen right out of their driveway with them running. 855-340-ZONE. Michael is on the show now. Hi, Michael. Hey, how are you? We We're good. How? What can we do for you today?
5: Well, uh, I got a story about my grandfather, actually. He got uh, a convertible Mustang, and, you know, he loves driving it around in the sunshine, so puts it away in September, and he gets back to it in May. He opens up the storage locker, and it's gone. Well, I got a story about my
0: grandfather, actually. Oh, sounds like we're having double audio there. Uh, let's see. Michael, are uh, you still with us? Turn your radio down for me. We're having a hard time hearing you. We're hearing the radio. Oh, can you still hear me? Yes, sir. So we, we heard it was gone.
1: Yeah, so the 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 Mustang
5: was just gone, Jeez. and, you know, files a report and all that, and uh, uh, they never found it, unfortunately, oh. and so I'll be driving down the road with him any time he sees a Mustang or a yellow car, he'll just... <laughs> uh, big sigh of, like, novels depression, you know? <laughs> oh,
4: that's torture. So it was stolen, because I didn't hear the first part that well, out of a storage locker?
5: Uh, yeah, he, like, put it in a storage locker, and like a storage unit.
4: Man. And the storage company didn't have any, you know... Surveillance. Surveillance or, or anything? Because or, those places are usually pretty, pretty well-kept, but...
5: Yeah, I I guess not. So they never found it, unfortunately. That's That's
0: a terrible story. Yeah. Thanks for sharing it. Uh, And sorry to your grandpa who now every time he sees something similar to his car, it just breaks his heart over and over and over again. Uh, Hopefully it's rare that that happens. It wasn't a a champagne-colored Corolla. Yeah, yeah. So it's not every other car he sees. But still, Still. it's got to hurt. 855-340-Zone. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Garth is now on the show. Hi, Garth hi how are you guys we're great what story can you tell us so my stolen car story was this was back
6: in the early 70s and we had a volkswagen bus Uh, we were a large family and so we had the bus to transport us all around in but during that era the volkswagen buses were also very popular and so my oldest brother drove it around all the time with his buddies and would take it back and forth to school and it got actually stolen out of the Skyline High School parking lot. Wow!
0: Wow! And
6: and guess where they found it?
0: <laughs> At Olympus High School? No. <laughs> no. <laughs>
6: that would have been ironic, I guess. No, they found it in Kansas City.
0: Wow! Wow! That's, That's a far <laughs> way away. And
6: what? Well, what ended up happening apparently is the the kid that stole it uh, was running away from home.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: And he got as far away as Kansas City with it.
0: And that's where he so ran away my, from home to.
6: So my older brother eventually found out who this kid was and and beat him up in the hallway. <laughs>
4: oh, got his revenge. Wow.
3: <laughs>
6: yes, at least to some degree. But they, they flew my mom out to Kansas City to get the car, and then she drove it back. And the car never really ever ran the same after that. That was the sad part of it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Man. But uh, thank you for the call and the story. They got to Kansas City. Yeah, had to be brought back and then yeah. got and then got beat up. His for, face caved yeah. in the hallway. That
4: was a terrible decision.
0: Don't run away from home. <laughs> and if you do, don't you know? Don't steal Make a car. it worse by yeah. breaking the law. How about that? Thank you, Garth. Appreciate it. 340 zone. Back out to the zone phone. Winston is with us now. Hi, Winston. Hey, Winston
4: hey how you doing austin
0: we're fine george is uh doing fine you you all right george i'm doing great the, i'm loving this show there's <laughs> so many great calls what can you do for us vinston winston sorry
7: well um i actually got my car stolen a few years ago uh on my anniversary
0: oh, no. um, oh my gosh
7: yeah so we drove we were going to go on a, a road trip to california and we stopped in las vegas uh on the way there and spent the night. Um, We'd locked our car up. It was a, a Toyota Corolla, but it was a natural gas car. Okay. Um, and we, we locked it up and it got, it was missing the next day. Um, and, uh, we actually, it got recovered a couple weeks later and we think it got recovered because it was low on gas and it was a natural gas car. So I'm, I'm guessing the crooks probably like went to go fill it up and we're just like, well, that's that's kind of funny. <laughs> they had no know. idea
4: what to do, <laughs>
7: <laughs> right? <laughs> and so it, would, so the police called us a couple of weeks later, and they found it in like a, a business parking lot. And when we got to it, all our stuff was missing, and it was covered in glitter and fake eyelashes. Ooh.
0: What? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And we so uh, we got the car
7: details real good uh, after that because uh, <laughs> the, the cops explained that, at least in Vegas, they normally steal the cars to, uh, you know, commit some sort of a crime and then ditch it.
0: Right. Some sort of a crime. Some yeah. Glittery crime. Usually glittery and uh, uh, sequins might be involved. Yes, for sure. Oh. Yes, exactly. Did you cleanse it with fire and bleach? Because that is. Exactly. That's exactly oh. what we did. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh vomit yeah, vomit vomit that, that's a bad one winston thanks for the call yeah. what a story on his anniversary yeah nonetheless. you think you know, having a natural gas car
4: would you know prevent some people from stealing it because you can't get very you know far without knowing
0: how to fuel it but yeah
4: they don't <laughs> oh, they God. didn't look criminals
0: <laughs> uh, 855-340-Zone Steve your story's next hi Steve
3: hello how are you today
0: we're good what did uh, what can you tell us today
3: well, when I was in college, and this is in Pasadena, California, in the early seventies, our fraternity house was going to have a great big picnic up in the hills. And I was the one that was supposed to bring all the condiments for the hot dogs and the hamburgers. So I went out and purchased bags and bags of mustard, pickles, relish, put them on the back seat or the back, the, the trunk of the car and parked it right in front of the fraternity house on campus. So there's no way you get to it, really, except drive on campus and actually down this little brick lane. And I parked it there, and it was pretty late at night. And so I sat down with my friends, and we figured, well, you know, catch a few Z's before we head out for the picnic, or shall we play poker all night? Well, we played poker all night. (laughs) And sometime in the night, my car disappeared. And I naturally thought it was somebody else in the student house that had stole my car. So I waited as late as I could before I had to leave for the picnic. And I asked everybody, and I threatened, I said, I'm going to call the cops. Mm. And somebody here stole that car because there's no way anybody else did. And finally, I called the Pasadena police. And sure enough, they actually found the guys driving around town in Pasadena, California, They got in a high-speed chase with them, ran them down a bunch of back roads, and they ran the car head-on into a telephone pole.
0: Oh, great. And
3: shattered every bottle of ketchup, mustard, pickles, (laughs) relish, totally destroyed it, which is what I got for playing poker. (laughs) And anyway, (laughs) when I asked them, well, you know, did they at least catch the guys? The Pasadena police told me, no, we thought we ought to stay with the car. And I said, where did you think the car was going to go? <laughs> it was crammed into a televote bowl. Oh, my God. So they never caught the guys. And I got the car back trashed full of smashed bottles of pickles, relish, mustard, and the rest. Oh,
0: my word. That's my story. That is, that that is, is a good story. One. That's an incredible that was my story.
3: first car, a Chevy Impala, an old used Chevy Impala.
0: Impala. Thank you, Steve. What a story! And yeah, and then I'm him, sure Steve had to clean all it up that himself. Relish everywhere, just oh my terrible god. relish, ketchup, mustard. Oh my god! Looks like the back of the 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 uh, van on Dumb and Dumber <laughs> when he arrives at the dog show. Yeah, just ketchup and mustard everywhere. Eight five five three four zero zone. James is up next. Good morning, James.
5: Good morning. How you guys
0: doing? We're good. Good to hear from you. I really
5: appreciate this show, and I like to listen to it from start to finish each week. And it's my second favorite show.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you.
5: So uh, this happened a little while ago. My wife and I and we were driving around, thought we'd go for a ride, and I didn't get my car stolen, but I almost got it stolen. And, and uh, we were driving around, and it was raining. It was raining really hard, and we got lost. We couldn't. We didn't know where we were at, and so. We pulled into this little parking lot and uh, thought we'd take out the map and look at the map and maybe say a little prayer, see if we could find our way back back to the road that we were looking for. And and we did, and we we stopped and we looked at the map for a minute and and said a little prayer. And and we no sooner finished that, this guy come running out of this shop, and and I'll be doggone if he didn't jump right on the hood of my car. And he started banging, and and he started screaming, and, and my wife was screaming her head off and she was she was going crazy screaming scared to death and and, and she says you got to get out of here and i gunned it man i gunned that car and, and that guy went flying off that hood and he was screaming and he was chasing me out of that parking lot and we didn't even have time to think to go left or right we just went right and, and went down the road and sure enough we we'd missed a turn and, and that got us back on the right road and that was an answer to our prayer
0: <laughs> oh my gosh james you're the best Oh wow! We've heard both sides of the story now. If you missed, thank you, James. Thank you, sir. If you missed it last hour, Jeff called in and shared a, a, a moment where his wife was inside a shop. He was in the car with the the child. He ran into the shop real quick to help his wife or do something with his wife. And when he looked out, his car was backing away. <laughs> with two people in the front seat, and so he ran out and jumped on the hood, get out of the car, stop the car, my kid's in the car, and the car drove away, and he fell off, and his wife came out and said, what are you doing, our car's right there, and it was the same kind of car. And So James, claiming to be the other half of that story, that's great, James. That's awesome. Good job. (laughs) It was raining. (laughs) It was raining. 855 340 zone. Uh, hold tight, Jason. We'll get to you next. But Dan, you're up now on Utah Carson's. Hi, Dan. Hey, guys. We're great.
8: So my story is not that remarkable in that it's typically a guy leaving his car, running in the driveway, and running inside, and his car gets taken. Oh. But uh, when I walked back outside, I saw the guy putting his right leg into my car to get in and drive it away. And I was able to stop him and walk him back to the other pretty car that was waiting for him on the curb with his buddy. Mm. Um, And they drove away. So, you know, I felt stupid because my wife always tells me not to do that. But I did it, and almost happened that my car got stolen. Mm. But a couple days later, I saw a story on KSL, and I looked at the picture of the the, uh, protagonist of the story, who um, was the dude who had tried to take my car. Wow. And then I, I did some more research, and this just made me sort of take pause and wonder, you know, why does this going happen? But then I saw there were three other occurrences where he was arrested with his little gang of three or four for doing the same thing in Layton and South Jordan and Cottonwood. Mm. And then a couple weeks later, they were arrested again in Park City. Jeez. So, and I haven't heard from him since, so maybe... Maybe they're spending some time away now. I don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe now he's – maybe you have to do it five times before they don't let you out. I don't know. Yeah, I I called the lady who wrote the article. You pulled him out of your car?
8: No, you know, I just kind of walked him back to his car. (laughs) I didn't know. That's that's an um, awkward,
4: like, interaction. Like, hey –
0: did you have him by the ear, yeah, like, like in the old sitcom? Yeah, and then my yeah. wife
4: goes, did you get the plate? And I go, I haven't
0: stopped shaking yet. Yeah, No, yeah, I didn't really. get the, yeah, plate. the adrenaline's yeah. got to be. I, I hope you dragged him over there by the ear like uh, uh, Mrs. Cleaver, though. Yeah, like, Yeah. Hey, hindsight,
8: hindsight, I was pretty much a hero when I thought about what I could have done. But, yeah, that's right, <laughs> that's right.
0: Yeah. You could have ended in prison yourself, I'm sure, with your adrenaline Well, that's a running. scary situation. Thank you, Dan. You, know, you put
4: yourself in, you're kind of confronting the guy, like... You know, hey, what are you doing? That's my car. Like, yeah, you know, can I help you? Like, what do you tell him? You know, it's
0: yeah. I I
4: don't. I yeah. I think the adrenaline just takes over and you just react like like you said. You I just commend him Dan to his car. for like, not assaulting the guy because I, 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 I would. Yeah, I probably like, would have yeah, lost that point, my mind. Well, at that point, he's you know on your driveway, he's on your property, he's trying to steal your stuff. You don't know what is that? Too. Yeah, yeah. man. Well. Scary. And then he
0: sees them on the news. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. 855-340-ZONE. Thank you, Dan. That's a great story. Appreciate it. Jason has a story to share as well. Hi, Jason. Hey, how's it going? We're good. What can you tell us?
7: Well, this isn't a stolen car with my car, but it was a car that was stolen on my watch. I was working at the drive-in movie theaters, lot security, and uh, we responded to a fight. We heard about a fight that was in the parking lot. So we run over we break up the fight but what turned out happened there was a family sitting in the back of their pickup truck watching a movie and they were using the car the truck stereo to listen to it so obviously the keys were in the truck and somebody thought they could just hop in the truck and drive away with the family in the back of the truck wow so the uh the dad climbs around front pulls stops the truck pulls the guy out and starts beating on him and that's when we showed up to break up the fight and hold the guy until the police showed up.
0: That's amazing. Why First, first yeah, of all, yeah. why would you want to steal a car full of a family? Full of people. Like, yeah. That's, <laughs> what do you think, stupid idiot? Yeah. My word. You're yeah. not got to yeah, get far. <clears> yeah. <laughs> getting, not a lot of bad in that process. <laughs> Man, what a story. <laughs> what drive-in theater was it here locally? Yeah, yeah. The one at Redwoods out that oh yeah that's yeah. the one everyone goes to yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah i used to go there as a kid. wow thanks jason appreciate it uh he rolls up on a fight to break it up and and it's a guy was saving his family attempted carjacking is what it is unbelievable just going to steal a car with full of people that's unbelievable 855340 zone paul is on the line now hi paul hey paul
9: yeah i'm calling in because of this uh, in 93, my son came home off his mission and we found a, this, uh, Honda Accord, a '90, 90, Hon, 91 Honda Accord. And it had been, and then it had been stolen and we bought the car and it was in good, great shape. And so, uh, we thought, well, and the mileage was good and I thought, well, they we can drive it until he till goes to school and then we'll just get rid of it. But, uh, five years later. He was going going home, and all of a sudden, the cops pulled him over and arrested him for driving a stolen car. Oh my word! <laughs> and so I couldn't, uh, and I tried to call. It. I called the cops and and brought the title over, and, and that officer just wouldn't believe it. He said the car was stolen. We finally got this thing straightened out. Had to go to the impound lot and everything else to get the car back. And I thought sometimes they go a little too far the one way, hmm. and so, uh, but. Anyway, the car was been stolen. Had been gone for five years on the still on the stolen car broader out of
0: Las Vegas. Wow, that and you didn't know when you bought it at the time that it was stolen. Obviously, yeah,
9: we knew it was a stolen car. It was uh, an insurance claim.
0: Oh, oh,
4: so oh, okay, so I see. Did you buy it from a private party or was it from a, a dealer? no? I bought it through a dealership,
9: okay. and uh, they had these cars now and again. And once in a while, you get a real nice car,
1: yeah, yeah, you
9: know, and yeah. you just drive it until it dies on you, and and so, and you get it for a good price if yeah. you're willing to take the chance.
0: And never again, will you? That, that's crazy. That's unbelievable.
9: No, a cuts for those cars. Really, <laughs> 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 don't let it scare them off.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Uh, I've had a similar story happen to me that I'll tell on the other side. Yeah, about mistaken identity and stolen and cars. Stolen cars that and being handcuffed on the side of the Ooh. on the road. So we'll tell that story and get more of your stories at 855-340-ZONE on the uh, final segment of Utah Car Sense coming up next. Utah Car Sense presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Welcome on back. Austin Horton, George Rosca here with you. George is the general manager at the Midtown store uh, at uh, 3535 South State and he's kind enough to spend a few hours with me on this Saturday morning. We've had a lot of fun with the phone calls about stolen cars today or cars you know of that have been stolen. That was Mike. My- Ask for the, the criminals to call in and confess. <laughs> Help it's us never, out.
4: It's never fine when you get your car stolen, but some of these calls
0: have been fun. <laughs> have been, uh, in retrospect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, looking back, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can always call in and confess to a crime here on Utah Carson. So, uh, well, the, the police, the, will the police won't it. be listening at all. No no, 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 no. Officer Mark, who called in earlier, he's gone now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You're safe. <laughs> it's immunity time now. 855-340-ZONE, though, if you want to be entered into the drawing for movie passes at the end of this segment, eight five five three four zero zone. While we await some more stories, uh, some other uh, car stories like this class action lawsuit that's been filed, uh, George. Yeah, we've got Tesla so many calls we never got around to. It. We we haven't uh, shared this one yet, but Tesla is facing a class action lawsuit from an owner who, like several other Tesla owners earlier this year, saw the range of their car slashed by a software update. Uh, Tesla, of course, sent out an update for the car's software. They clicked the update. They went through the whole thing. And the uh, range dropped from 12 to 30 miles over a short period of time uh, for several Tesla owners. So uh, their car is going anywhere between 12 to 30 miles uh, less Less than it was before. And so uh, Tesla owner David Rasmussen got one of the most severe drops. He said his 14 Model S85 was getting... Uh, 247 miles in May, but after it, it's now 217 drop of 30 miles, That's an 11% drop in five weeks. So he's filed a class action lawsuit, and uh, they're looking for others who have had similar problems to get on board with this as well. Is this, now, I don't know, obviously they wouldn't file a lawsuit if in the user terms of agreement it said this could happen. So well, Tesla must not have put this into their terms of agreement. Well, Tesla's saying they, they have. D- are they saying that now? But, but what Tesla's saying is
4: that the, the software update was meant to address, um, it, it, to, to improve battery longevity. Okay. Um, and and by, by doing the update, a small percentage of the owners of Model S and Model X vehicles may have noticed a small reduction in range when charging to a maximum state of charge following the software update um so i think tesla did put this out in the sense that hey we can change this but they're gonna test that out in court right you know uh, the 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 owners are suing they don't like the 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 change um tesla saying well we kind of told you when you bought the car that this could
0: happen um and now the courts are going to decide who's right wow uh unfortunately my gut tells me the person with the most money and the most lawyers will win this fight, and that would be Tesla. But, but I hope not. Yeah. I hope that, because they shouldn't be able to do this. Yeah. I mean, the same thing happened with
4: iPhone batteries. True. And you remember a couple of years ago, True. they had yeah. that um, software update where it, it puts some people's batteries at less than 100% capacity in order yeah. to, to prevent issues with it long term, and 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 I think those customers won the lawsuit. Um, so and it'll I be interesting right, yeah. it'll be interesting to see and uh, I think everybody got like a free battery or a 19 dollars battery or something so you're not going to get a lot out of it. You're not going to be millionaire a millionaire here. No, 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 but you might force Tesla to change the way they do this or or you know at least put in the the wording in the contract.
0: So there you go. Uh, a class action lawsuit filed against Tesla on that matter. Shocking though. 855340 <laughs> <laughs> zone back to the zone phone Ben is on line 1. Good morning, Ben.
10: Hi there. Got a car story for you. Actually, could I, if I had time, I got two of them, but we'll just go, do the one. You can No, uh, look, quickly, you go ahead. If you want to do two, right.
0: we'll, we'll take two.
10: All right. Well, the shorter one is uh, we had a Jeep Cherokee in our back uh, pad area where the where RVs usually go. Sure. And we went on a trip and came back, and it was gone. It showed up, and uh, we heard stories around around town that uh, cars are being stolen. And uh, it suddenly appeared one day, a uh, month or so later on a curbside with some modifications and more scratches on the side. And so we think that uh, maybe, maybe the guys who were stealing cars got caught and uh, the girlfriend just put it out on the street to, to get it out of her to, so she wouldn't have any culpability on that. Hmm. But the more interesting story is when my father and, I, my, father and my family went down to Mexico on a trip, and we had a great time. We petted whales, we went scuba diving, we hung out at the beach. It was wonderful. We wanted to stop into Tijuana on the way back to get ourselves a street taco
0: because
10: mm-hmm. you got you to get a street taco when you're in Mexico. No better and than in Tijuana, around.
0: by the way. That's the place. No, I'm serious. I, the best street taco I ever had was in Tijuana. But anyway,
10: yeah, they're good. And I, I, I like the strip there, I like uh, all the, the different things. We actually bought a Bought a hat, one of those leather hats there, too. Okay. And uh, we went back to our vehicle, and it was gone. So here we are down in Mexico. Our uh, vehicle wow. is gone. Our trailer is gone along with it. No, the tra- I think we left the trailer somewhere else. But anyway, the vehicle has gone. How do you get out of Mexico? Ugh. So we were, we were just in the midst of panicking. We went into the store next door, and they said, yeah, the, uh, the cops came by, and they saw that your window had been broken into, and uh, they towed it. Uh, why, why would you tow a vehicle just because the window got broken into? So we were trying to figure out what to do, and I looked down the street, and I saw my, our vehicle a block away slowly crossing the intersection. So I ran full tilt down the road. I, I used to ran, run uh, tr- cross-country and track in high school. Ran full tilt down the road and caught up to the thing and said, hold on, hold on, hold on. Of course, he didn't speak English. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad finally slowly caught up with us, and uh, we had to actually pay off the tow truck. <laughs> to get our vehicle back, so we could get out of Mexico. Yeah. Fortunately, fortunately, they let us through because uh, some of our people's IDs were gone. They'd taken the the oh, purse from inside the vehicle. They'd stolen everything inside the vehicle. So that was a terrible little last day of what was a wonderful adventure.
0: Wow! What a story! What a that story! Is, yeah, that would incredible. be scary, man. Yeah, that would be absolutely. in a different in a, country. Yeah. You get your- wondering if you're going to be allowed back home. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And then, and you know, unfortunately, that's kind of the way things go in some of these places is you're going to have to pay off exactly get, yeah it's not fair it's not right but that's the way it's done you got to get things done so <laughs> I'm glad you got it back glad you got back home to the, the states especially without those IDs cuz boy that would be that would be terrifying right there the the one and only time I went to Tijuana I still to this day don't know how how we got this done George mm. cuz it was the spring after 9/11 okay. I was a sophomore in high school And we went to San Diego on a choir trip, and we had a free afternoon and evening one day. And we decided we're going to go to Tijuana, Mm -hmm. and uh, so we and we just went. Didn't need a passport or anything. Oh, seriously, dead serious. Just come on through. Walked across the border, and yeah, no problems, not none at all. Went through. Spent the afternoon uh, in the in the little uh, town in Tijuana, buying thing cheap things and having some good food and. Taking in incredible things that I've never seen in my lifetime since or before. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't even need to share the details. <laughs> but uh just a great time. And uh went back came back across the border, no no problem at all. But I thought, no, that's that could never happen. I'll bet two weeks after that you couldn't have done that. Yeah, I'm surprised you were able to do that I after. Am too. Yeah. And so you didn't have any passport or nope nothing just my driver's license just, you just and you some know. of some of the kids with me didn't drive you they didn't have license they didn't have id you just looked american i guess and they just let you in come on back through and one of them was an idiot just a plain <laughs> idiot and had bought uh throwing stars mm. ninja stars and had those on him and tried to smuggle them back in his shoe in his shoe at the border of the country it's not smart and guess what they they didn't detain him they didn't slap him into a, a cell. Wow! They just took the stars and said, "Go on, kid. Don't be dumb. go home." Like, yeah, I couldn't. I, not today. <laughs> no, no, no. You get like, never happen. Full on cavity search. And, yeah. yeah, I promised you a story about uh, mistaken identity, kind of, and stolen cars. My wife, uh, when we first got married, she had this really old, uh, beat up uh, Honda Accord. The paint was all molting off the side. The interior was trash but it was a v8 mm. or a v6, v6 not v8. Yeah. <laughs> a v6 and that thing could go yeah it had great gas mileage yeah i love so i drove it uh, all the time i loved that car uh but there was some kind of following through the cracks of because her originally it was her sisters who bought it from someone who bought it from someone in texas mm. and when when my wife bought it from her sister she didn't Fully exchanged the title into her name, and I didn't know any of this. Yeah, I'm, you're like, I'm just driving the car. You know, I thought it was her car. We got yeah. married, you know. Yeah. Well, one day I'm driving home from work, and I was a block away from my house and got pulled over on uh, the side of the road, and the the, the asked for the license and registration, or whatever, because uh, the guy had run the plate. And that's the other thing is, my wife hadn't updated the registration. But mm-hmm. again, I thought this was yeah. all taken care of. I yeah. didn't even think to check it. Uh, Well, my name's not on the registration. Yeah, my wife doesn't have my same last name. Yeah, we still do. We still you're some random guy. And this car is not registered, (laughs) so they figure this car is stolen. I'm, I'm going. Well, this this name here, it was either my. I think it was my mother-in-law's name on the registration. It was. I said I can call her right now. Mm. You could quiz her, ask mm-hmm. her questions, and make sure that I'm telling you the truth. Yeah. And the officer uh, was inclined to believe. Him. He's like, you know, I can see how this could be. Let's go through and see if you can get this done. Mother-in-law wouldn't answer the phone. Oh, no. Wife wouldn't answer her phone. You're Sister-in-law just... wouldn't answer the phone. Half hour goes by of trying to get this done. The guy's finally like, I'm I have to, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, this is before cell phones, right? No, this is, I had cell phones. The, the this cell cell phones, was just okay. a few years ago. Oh, okay, okay. I thought this yeah. was... This was 2014. Oh, okay. 2015. Not, so not that something. long ago no, at all. No. Okay. But you know he was really nice. Just. But now he's exhausted every, every patience he yeah, has. Your story's not checking out like, at this point. Whether or not I believe you, the facts are this. I got it. I got to take you. You're gonna in. have to turn around and. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. So he put. He didn't. It wasn't like handcuffs. It was like a zip tie the kind zip of thing. Tie, yeah. And I'm sitting there on the side of the road. He's going through the car now and. My neighbors are driving by, honking the horn. <laughs> hey, Austin, what are you doing, man? Uh, and then eventually they, they let me go. And, and, but what he did is he took the license plate. I, I still don't know why he – I don't – he took the license plates off the car. Well, it makes sense because the car wasn't registered. And, and, and But didn't arrest me, didn't book yeah. me, Didn't because I think I mean, he, were, he believed me. You were lucky. Yeah. And he said, you drive home, yeah. and tomorrow morning go. you go get this car registered, yeah. right? and you you better believe yeah. – 7 a.m. I was at the, at the DMV. DMV yeah. Just bright and early. Yeah. But, man, that was. And I got home. Wife was asleep just napping. Yeah. I was like, like I, walked, I saw yeah, her nap on I could have died. I, I Just as loud as I could. <laughs> Hi, hon. How was your day? You know. She starts awake. Like, wow, what's happening? It's like, how many missed calls you have? 21? Yeah. That yeah. seems about right. <laughs> yeah. But, anyway, they thought I'd stolen yeah. the car. And, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Moral of the story. Check your registration. Know when your registration is due. Yeah. Update it. Get it done. Yeah. And uh, don't—you'll never run into that problem. Good story. My my wife did that to me the other day. Did she? Well, just no, the other
4: day. No, no, not answering her phone. Oh. I was locked oh. in the garage. <laughs> um, I, I didn't take my house keys with me, and I usually leave my garage door open and just you know unlocked and just uh, open the garage door with my car and yeah, so I get in there and I've got grocery bags and everything, <laughs> and it's one hundred and ten degrees in the garage and. Oh, it's locked. No biggie. Knock on the door. I'm figuring she's right there. Mm, 10 seconds go by. I don't hear anything. Okay. Call her. No answer. Start ringing the doorbells. <laughs> no answer. I'm like, "Really? I know you're home. <laughs> you're I can see the car in your car clothes." There. Yeah. 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 So at this point, I'm like, "Okay, I got to open the garage again. I'm going to the to the front door." Um, I'm just gonna stay on the porch because at least it's shaded and yeah. yeah and then a half an hour later, she wakes up from her nap and <laughs> lets <laughs> me in. The chicken is rotting and the,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the ice cream's melted. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So. Uh that's uh, yeah. Answer your phone, please. 855 That's all. Was, yeah. 855 ozone. ozone. Eric, is this Carol that we have uh, on line one? Yes. Carol. Uh, Car- Carol. <laughs> Hi, Carol. Thanks Hello for calling. Carol.
2: Hi. <laughs> My story was like in about 1965 about. <laughs> we had a, or about, we had a, about a 1965 Oldsmobile station wagon. We lived in Colorado, Columbine Hills area. And, uh, I had a phone call and I answered the phone and they said, have you called the police yet? And I says, what? <laughs> they says, have you called the police about your car? And I said, "What's wrong with my car?" Or I, you know, I didn't know I was getting ready to go to primary. You know, take my kids in the afternoon when they had primary in the afternoon, and. so I said, well, so, just a minute, and they says, "Well, oh, is your car out there, is what they said, finally. So I went a little bit, and I said, no, it isn't. And they says, don't call the police. We picked it up accidentally. We were supposed to pick up another car, <laughs> and we picked up your car and found out nothing was wrong with it, and we finally decided we picked up the wrong car. <laughs> oh,
0: my gosh. Whoops. This was a, I don't a mechanic know how they got my number, but. <laughs> this was someone who was going to fix a vehicle, I understand, then?
2: Right, okay. right. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. So they hogged it up, and I'm glad they called me in time because oh, sure. I wouldn't have been able to make it <laughs> the <Yeah>. primary. <laughs> yes, ma'am.
0: Oh, what a story. Thanks for taking the time to, to share it with us today. I appreciate it. Yeah, have you, you, That's that's unsettling when you yeah. answer the phone and they mm-hmm. say, have you called the police yet? <laughs> Uh, uh, about what? Should I? Yeah, uh, I might now. <laughs> yeah, yes, I have. They're in on fact, their way. In fact, I'm glad you asked. I've called all the police. I know. Yeah, the SWAT mm-hmm. is here. Uh huh. Yeah, that's, that's a good story. Eight five five three four zero zone. Carol's entered to win that four pack of movie passes uh, here in just about ten minutes. Eight five five three four zero zone. If you want to throw your story in and have a shot to do so uh, yourself, you're welcome as well. Uh, George, we promised way back in the first part of the show to talk about. All wheel drive versus four wheel drive. Yeah. Uh, now Subaru, they're all all wheel drive, they uh, are. and uh, I, until I had a Subaru, until I drove a, an all wheel drive vehicle all the time, I kind of went, "Why? Come on, what's the I've, difference?" I've driven in the snow before. I got this. Yeah. And then I drove in a snowstorm in a Subaru all all wheel drive my um, cross track, and uh, I thought, okay, everyone. Needs to experience driving yeah. in a snowstorm in an all-wheel drive vehicle, and it will change your mind on it. But what is the difference, all-wheel versus four-wheel? Well, the simple difference. I mean, both both uh, systems
4: um, turn all four wheels, right? The the, the biggest difference in, in in my book is that all-wheel drive does not require any driver inter, uh, intervention for to select drive to all four wheels. Um, four-wheel drive you have to flip that little switch right yeah, you right. got to flip it from two wheel to four high or four low or depending on your car different setups um, where all-wheel drive the system just does it automatically for you um, it uses a limited slip differential or an electronic differential or you know different techniques D- different car manufacturers have different ways of making cars all-wheel drive um, but that's the basic aspect of it is, is it doesn't require any driver intervention.
0: So, uh, really, if you need, all-wheel all, all wheel drive is good for a place with inclement weather from time to time like Utah. Yeah. Where you're not necessarily taking that vehicle to go rock climbing. You're taking it to go to the grocery store, to work, take the kids to soccer practice, whatever. You're commuting. Yeah. And yet, you want it for the traction of all four wheels. Yep. All-wheel drive, driving on that on that ground at the same time in the same way. Whereas, four-wheel drive is a a switch. Like you said, you you enter that system separately, typically. There are vehicles that are all-time four-wheel drive, I think. But typically, it's when you're up in in a steep climb or a steep descent, and you want to make sure that you're going to be attached to that mountainside as best as possible.
4: Yeah, and then there's other systems out there that typically run in two-wheel drive mode until it detects slippage. And then it'll engage the, the, the rear wheels or the, the four wheels at that point. But a lot of those times, by the time the traction is lost, it's a little bit too late in the potentially kind of dangerous situations. Are you're already in that situation. With Subaru, you have the all-wheel drive all the time. It's not waiting for that loss of traction to, to engage that four-wheel right. drive. And so um, I think that's going to be the biggest difference in most people. It's um, The system is reacting to the, to, to the road conditions constantly.
0: Yeah, my uh, old CR-V that unfortunately got totaled in an accident, it had real-time. Re- real-time four-wheel drive. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about,
4: the system that's, it's basically two-wheel drive until it loses traction. And in real time, it becomes four-wheel drive. But it, that so by that time past passed,
0: you're in the ditch. Right. And, and the f- term real-time was funny to me because it was usually after I'd gotten through said treacherous moment yeah. when it would suddenly go dee- <laughs> it's on. It's on now. I'm like you son of a <laughs> <laughs> So real time. Yeah. Real time in Pacific time. Yeah. I don't know. What are you doing here? But, but an hour later. So No, it used to be four wheel drive. You had to used to get out of your truck, lock the hubs,
4: do all sorts of, you know, things manually. Then they got the electronic systems where you're just flipping the switch, um, but you know a lot of those systems to go into four low, you do have to have the vehicle stopped in neutral. It's it's not as um, you know uh, advanced as an all-wheel drive
0: is in, yeah. in that sense. Uh, a Tesla owner has racked up a bill of eleven hundred forty-seven dollars in supercharger idle fees at a valet-only parking garage. Ooh. Uh, Tesla owner James Salentieri Uh, His Model 3 and the Valley-only supercharger station at William Vale Parking Garage in Brooklyn, they are intertwined. With his apartment just 10 minutes away by foot from the parking garage, Sal is a regular in the business. He would drive over to William Vale, hand his vehicle over to the valet, and drive away the next day charged and ready for the road. It was a system that worked since he took the delivery of his black long-range Model 3 on March of 2018. Salantiri had waited long for his Model 3, having been one of the reservation holders. Uh, Tesla initially introduced a $0.40 per minute idle fee for its supercharger network to discourage owners from keeping their vehicles connected to the high-powered charging stations even when their e-cars are fully charged. Tesla raised its idle fees in September of eighteen, adjusting the fees $0.10 more to $0.50 per minute. When a charging location is fully occupied, the company's idle fees go as high as $1 a minute. But essentially what happened here, uh, upon looking at his recent bake statement, the the owner noticed that two Tesla supercharger charges to his account amounting to $1,147.16 comprised of a $171.04 charge in August and a $976.12 charge in July. Essentially what was going on is these valets were taking his car and just... Just leaving it on the charger, yeah, charging all the time, round the clock, until he came and picked up the car, and he's wow. being charged fifty for forty to fifty cents, yeah. not, or a, min, a, dollar a dollar per minute, yeah, while and that I, thing and was and being charged. And I bet
4: charged. those valets have no idea, no clue, yeah, that they're
0: they're just, just plugging it in. You know? uh-huh. yeah. You've yeah. told hey, us to charge this, guy this guy car yeah, for yeah, top us, top it
4: off, but I mean that's like parking your car overnight at a gas station you know it's the equivalent of that so you're taking up a spot from somebody your car's charged i get why tesla's doing it you know they're gonna have to come up with measures like this to prevent people from just parking at these places and round the clock brooklyn yeah. it's tough enough to park anywhere so you got a yeah. charger yeah i'm gonna park in front of it but <laughs>
0: right uh and so they're suggesting now that tesla have a max roll off like yeah if you're there for well, send a notification eight hours to your phone. Ding like, the
4: phone. Yeah. Hey, you're being charged, <laughs> you know, thirty dollars an hour right now. Just to... so you know, yeah,
0: this car's been charging now for six hours. Yeah, it's, it's fully now charged. At this des- it's at full charge. You might want to unplug it. Yeah. Instead, he's just he's rolling just up all the, the charges. The bill. Oh, that's gonna get ugly. Uh, it, well, maybe I don't know how he can get out of it. Yeah, he owes it's that not money. Not really the valet's fault. It's not. Not Tesla's fault. It's his fault. Yeah, it's his fault. So, uh, all right. So there you go. Uh, just if you're charging your car, make sure it's like it's like if I uh, if we were charged for charging our cell phone per yeah. minute. Yeah. Once that thing, because I leave it charged all night. I leave it oh, plugged yeah. you, in all you'd night. You take it off if you were getting. But as soon know. as it got to hundred, I would unplug it. Yeah. You know. So, oh. uh, if you want to get your phone call in here at the buzzer, 340 zone. We'd love, we'd welcome it. 340 zone. A uh, couple of uh, things to note, though, uh, for this weekend, George, is I-15 closed in Layton this weekend as work moves forward on Express Lanes Project. uh I-15, through a heavily traveled stretch of Davis County, will be completely shut down for three nights this weekend. UDOT spokesman Vic Saunders said the freeway will be closed both directions, south and northbound, from 10 p.m. last night to 8 a.m. this morning. Okay, so that's
4: passed. Good to know.
0: Uh, between the Layton Parkway and Hillfield Road, uh, additional closures will be required at the same location, which is between, again, Layton Parkway and Hillfield Road from 10 p.m. tonight to 9 a.m. tomorrow and from 9 p.m. Sunday to 5 a.m. Monday. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're doing this so that they can uh, dem- demolish the Church Street Bridge, which is uh, right by where my parents live. And uh, it, we use it's you know you get off it's the Layton Park where you go on Main Street you turn right onto the Church Street Bridge to get into East North Church Street area of Layton over by the Layton Commons Park. Everyone uses this bridge. Yeah, it's going away. They build a new one yet or no? No. May, May. is the estimated date <laughs> it, of arrival. You build the
4: new bridge first before you tear the old bridge down. Isn't that kind of the rule? But no. Nah,
0: May. Nah. Okay. So, so uh, uh, you've got to go all the way around. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a be It's going to be fun for those people in those neighborhoods Yeah, when everybody getting off the freeway has to has go, through, to go their through their street. street. Oh, Till May. Be, yeah. So just Great. be aware. If you're driving tonight or tomorrow night, uh, yeah, no, late. For... you're going to have to get off the freeway, go
4: on the detour, get back no, on the freeway. Nothing is worse when you're coming home late at night from somewhere and you have no idea they're doing road construction. And you're like all of a sudden in bumper to bumper traffic, and you're in a 45 minute yeah. delay at like 11:45 at night, and you're just right. losing your mind.
0: Right. <laughs> it's there is nothing worse. You're absolutely right yeah. because and I, look, these guys and gals that are working on this, it's not their fault. This no, is, no, this needs it's, to be yeah, done.
4: This needs to be done. It's better for them to work at night. It's safer. It's it's more comfortable. It's better for everybody. But just be prepared because I don't know about you, but I check Google Maps. I check my traffic conditions at rush hour. But not at, after ten o'clock at night to yeah. to see where.
0: Yeah, for sure. So yeah, so good, good just PSA be aware there. All right, that's it for the show. We had a record number twenty four calls Ooh, this week on Utah Car Sense. Twenty-four, Eric. Can you count to twenty-four? Or you, you leave your shoes on, um, though, please. I
1: once failed a state-mandated math.
0: Did you? All right. <laughs> so that seems uh, about right. That's why you're in radio. Yeah. As we don't get into yeah. radio because we're geniuses. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, a random number between one and twenty-four, please.
1: I gotta go with uh, my favorite NFL player of all time. Eighteen, Peyton Manning.
0: Peyton Manning, eighteen. Oh, Cordell, who talked about the Jaguar. All right, Cordell. So, Cordell, you'll have a four-pack of movie passes at the Midtown store. Come, come see us next week. We'll have
4: those ready for you. Just come into the 3535 South location.
0: Uh, uh, Drake, Corbin, Connie, Ted, Jaime, Cordell, Jack, Jeff, Cray, David, Albert, Hiram, Mark, Jill, Michael, Garth, Winston, Steve, James, Dan, Jason, Paul, Ben, and Carol. Thanks for making the show a fun one Yeah, today. what a fun show. Thanks, Appreciate everybody. It. That's George Roska. He's Eric Jensen behind the glass. I'm Austin Horton. See you next week on Utah Car Sense.